You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the <laughs> We're back here on the Happy Hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. You're welcome. <laughs> I I said that right at the at the start, Rico. What are we doing, Strick? What is happening? What's hey, what's going on, man? The only thing, the only thing that I can do right now, my boy, after this uh, <laughs> debacle. You see, I you see, I, I I haven't shaved. I haven't done nothing. I'm 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 feeling like an old Hobie <laughs> that just lost all of his change. <laughs> my man's, my where, man's is broken. Where are you at? Broken. Listen. So I'm flying back. Flying back from um, Europe. Okay. Get to Chicago. We freaking are circling for about almost two hours. And then they say, your flight to Omaha is canceled. I said, listen, my boy, I am not staying <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah. No, sir. So I decided to just make a, a short trek while my bags and everything was getting messed up and I had to get this type of atmosphere. Oh, what is that? So where are you at? What are you? <laughs> I snuck. I snuck off. Uh, just, just. I had. I had options, and I was trying to find the best option to go where there is resources. Okay. I didn't want to stay in Chicago, so I shot down to Florida. Oh. My, my old stopping ground. <laughs> that's a small trick. Oh my god! Like, oh, bro, you couldn't go. <laughs> You could have came back to all, Nebraska. Why did you come salty. to Gretna? <laughs> I was already salty. I was already salty. I couldn't even make it more salty by staying in Chicago, my boy. I couldn't do it. So, you could have come to Nebraska. <laughs> Strick said, I ain't staying in Chicago. I'm not going to Nebraska. I'm, I'm going, going to Florida. <laughs> the flights was not working. There was nothing letting me get to Gretna, my boy. And I was, you know, you could have gotten to Colorado or something. <laughs> yeah, you could have gotten somewhere closer. What are you doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Des Moines <laughs> right. or something like that. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, exactly. I mean, Des Moines has the resources, and so you you seem like you're just enjoying chilling. yourself just right now, chilling. having a stogie, yeah, and uh, yeah, we're just hanging, living his best life. Well, it's a happy hour, right? It yeah. is strict. So it we... only makes sense. You're lucky I don't have you know Kevin's Myers uh, cork and bottle. Oh yeah, going on right now. Tell, right? tell me about it. Hey, we're lucky. St- we're lucky. Stricky isn't in his bathing suit. <laughs> Enjoying a nice dip in the pool, but <laughs> hey, Strick, we haven't heard from you. What since, is it called uh, with, with, with the uh, with the little speedos on? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a segment idea. Strick and a speedo. Strick speedos. That's a no bueno. So, Strick, we haven't heard from you uh, since the since before the no. game. Uh, what were your immediate thoughts? Um. Well. Some of the immediate thoughts was this. One, it was just very disappointing. Mm-hmm. I, I was very disappointed because pretty much everything I said on the block, you know, which was keys to the game, those keys, it happened for Northwestern. You know what I mean? I, I think some of the things that we were hoping to not see and we, we'd had and seen on the stream, I know you guys mm-hmm. have seen it on the text line, is people were saying we want a close game or we don't or if it was close. I knew that close for us was no good. Mm -hmm. The reason why close for us is no good because it begins to play in your psyche. It begins to play in your mind, right? And 
they just they just could not get it done. I mean, them holes look big as a Mack truck, bro, could pass yeah. through them holes. Yeah. And that was what was most disappointing is that they didn't win it in the trenches in any form or fashion. There's no way that Northwestern team should have got over 200 yards. Almost two running backs getting 100 yards, one with 120 or yeah. something like that, and one with 96 or something. That's that's crazy. So, yeah, man, that, 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 was, a, that was a travesty of what I witnessed. I, there were some great things, though. There were some great things. I mean, we yeah. saw Anthony Grant. He did well. They didn't give him the rock enough, you know. I mean, he's averaging five yards a carry. When you needed five, I think they just continued to go with the zone, the zone blocking schemes. There was no no mixing up. But what you saw with Northwestern is they found something that worked and they stayed with it. Mm-hmm. They stayed they stayed with it. You know, they were trapping. They were running guys off. It was a little draw. Uh, it was a little draw zone read that they were running, and it was consistent. And they were getting consistent yards out of it, and they stayed focused on the on the task, man. And um, they got the job done. You know, well job being coached. They coached they coached their guys up, and they got the job done. Were you – I'm guessing you were by a pretty big group of Nebraska fans at the game, right? What did Was there like a deflating feeling towards the end of the game? I mean, could you tell that the, the wind just kind of gotten out of Nebraska's sails from inside the stadium? Yeah, it, 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 you can tell because it got quiet, mm-hmm. and the Northwestern fans got – they got rowdy. Wow. And it was as small as they were – they got rowdy, yeah. and and uh, you can tell that Nebraska was just waiting for something to happen, waiting mm. for something to happen. And then you have two interceptions with balls being touched. I mean, yeah, Casey can maybe you know a little put a little more touch on them, but those balls are in their hands. They got to be caught. You know, yeah. those, those are those are caught balls because those balls that that I mean, it almost happened one time before. Throw over the middle. Um, to a, to a, I don't know exactly who it was. It was Nate Borkacher. It got tipped, and the safety almost got to it. It was like mm-hmm. just a series before that, and I was everybody was just kind of just waiting. Yeah, what's going to happen? Are they going to be able to pull it out? And my thing was, this could be good for them, um, because it could break that mold of taking those L's the way yeah. that they've been taking them. Mm-hmm. But it seems to fall into the same pattern. I think that big turnover, um, that big change of momentum was on that onside kick. Uh, it should have never been done. Mm-hmm. You know, people would try to blame that on, you know, um, 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 who, who, what's the special teams coach? Bill Bush. Bruce? Bill Bush. Bush right? Yeah, Bill Bush, yeah. Bill Bush. Bill Bush. Um, a lot of people would try to blame it, but that's not a Bush call. No. You know, Bush will be fired tomorrow if he makes that call. So you know where that call came from, right? Yeah. Um, I just think when you're up 11 – that's not the time to do that. that. That's 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 not the time to do something like. I understand what they're trying to do, but what I think that did also is that force uh, that forced Coach Frost into a situation to where they didn't have momentum. They mm-hmm. couldn't stop them. They had like a third and one, and they weren't getting any movement. They needed to go for that one. Mm-hmm. That's the one where you would have wanted to take that chance. But I don't think he could have. He could tell himself to take that chance after having that debacle mm-hmm. on that onside kick, and yeah. and it cost them. It cost them not being able to take the take the chance on that. You've got to be able to get that because they did it. They went for it mm-hmm. on a on a like a a, a a third and short and got it, and it kept the momentum going for them. So yeah, it was it was bad to see because it's going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. It's going to be trouble, and we'll talk more about it on the block as well. Uh, you know, after this show, but it's going to be trouble for them in the Big Ten. If they don't get that situation fixed, 
And it's exactly what I saw in the spring game. Holes big as a house. Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, they struggled tackling quite a bit on Saturday. And, and one of the things that they did not do in the spring game was tackle. So, um, yeah. and, and as AD will say, and Jay and, and DP and all the guys that, that know football, way more football than I, I do, will say you practice like you play, right? That's just a basic basic uh, knowledge of, of sports is that you practice like you play and you play like you practice. And if you're not tackling to the ground and finishing tackles in practice, then you're going to struggle with that uh, with that idea in games. And Quentin Newsom kind of talked about it a little bit today. Mentioned that they, they didn't necessarily tackle all the way to the ground in practices leading up to games because they were trying to stay fresh. So uh, that, that was not a... Not a, not a secret by any means that they were not working on on tackling all the way to the ground and completing tackles and, and wrapping up as aggressive as maybe they should have leading up to the games because they wanted to stay fresh. That was the reason that they gave us today. One interesting thing that came out of the Husker game on Saturday was Scott Frost saying that the the Nebraska offensive staff needed to be a little more creative because that they that they needed to learn that in the Big Ten you need to be creative to win games. And I always take, before we play any clips, I want to preface everything by saying you always take what the coach head coach says with a grain of salt immediately following a game because they're not able to watch the film as in-depth. They're not able to watch the film at all, right? They, they talk to the team, then they com- they're immediately ushered out to talk to the media. And so I always put a lot more stock into what they say on Mondays than what they say immediately following the game. Obviously, you need to pay attention a little bit because there's some there's some interesting noteworthy things that they say on Saturday afternoons, but especially on Mondays and Tuesdays, that's when the the real stuff comes out. So, Scott Frost was actually asked about expanding on his creative comment uh, saying that Nebraska needed to learn that they need to be more creative on offense to win Big 10 or Big 10 football games. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, I didn't even realize I said that after the game. Uh, I was I guess kind of referring to the run game more than anything. Coach Whip's really good. He knows his stuff. Thought he did a really good job calling the game. Um, we've gotten better up front. There's no doubt about it. We're better at running back. There's no doubt about it. Um, but in the Big Ten, it's hard to just turn around and hand it to a back and think mm-hmm. you're going to be real consistent. So uh, I, I think I was referring to coming off the game, just maybe having uh, a few more things in the run game that um, – that are schemed for the particular opponent. And it's really interesting because Scott Frost, we're in the middle of it where there's a season that there's extreme pressure on the head coach, right? And he's trying to navigate and learn how to take a step back. And he's been open, and we know this, that it's not easy. We know that it's hard. It's 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 extremely difficult for him right now to take a step back and be like, I can't be involved with every little piece of it when I, when I have been. And when I think I know the the landscape better than a lot of people. So he, he talked extensively today about they need to find a rhythm. They need to find a marriage on how they're going to incorporate everybody and, and everybody's thoughts to, to find a, a happy medium. And, and like I said, a rhythm because strict, they just couldn't get into a rhythm on, on Saturday, especially in the second half. There's no question. I, I think, like 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 we said, I think creatively, creatively when you're talking about the run game, right? Mm-hmm. Creatively is similar to what what Northwestern was doing. Yeah. They were trapping, they were pulling, they were doing all types of different types of blocking schemes to confuse the defense, to create lanes, and running opportunities for their backs. And we, it looked like for us, it was just basic zone blocking. Mm-hmm. And 
they, with, with them not being able to move, I thought that should have been an adjustment that they made from the first to the second. Yeah. You know, maybe some creative trap plays or something. Uh, they never they never tested the edge, you know, at any point, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. It was all a lot of off tackle, a lot of up the middle type of stuff, and they weren't getting movement. And uh, that's when you have to make those adjustments. And then I don't think they did that. Well, I think a lot of it starts up front, guys, right? And that's, you know, that sounds yeah. super cliche to say, but we, we saw it on Saturday where Northwestern averages three or four yards per carry. And if you do the math and just basic math, you, you, have, th- you have three downs to get a first down before it's fourth down, obviously. We all know that. And if you average four yards per carry, then you're going to get a first down if you stay on average, because then one and one of these times a guy's going to break one for 12, 15 yards and it just continues to wear down your, your defense. So it all starts up yeah. front and give credit to, I guess, Northwestern and their, their front five uh, on offense and Peter Skaronsky, especially for, for basically neutralizing Nebraska's pressure all game. They were, they were using, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to allude to Rico real, real quick. That was what I was going to allude to is on the other side, we couldn't get no, no. – I mean, he Halinski sat back there and was real comfortable. Yeah. I mean, he could sit back there and pick it out, wait it out, make a choice. He didn't really have to step up but maybe one or two times that I, that I recall. And mm. that, that lack of – I mean, we didn't adjust. We didn't send extras. We didn't come down. We stayed too deep quite a bit. Um, we didn't come down and make the adjustment. It wasn't that they were killing us on the outside. I thought they, you know, they got some a little bit of separation enough to – to make a few plays in the passing game. Um, you know, they found squat positions in the middle that, that we didn't get to or surround or tackle. Um, it wasn't gang tackling, but you saw that out of Northwestern. That's what they were doing. They had two or I mean, three they were people to the ball. ball every time. Yeah. They were, they were using time. Nebraska's defensive line aggressiveness against them. There were multiple times where they were taking the edge rushers and leading them you know, five yards downfield past the quarterback or, or taking them on a run play, you know, from one end of the offensive line to the other end of the offensive line because, like, all right, if you want to try to shoot this gap, I'm just going to stay in front of you and keep you going this way, and our running back is going to cut back, and they're going to have a wide open lane. They were using the aggressiveness of Nebraska's defensive line against them where Nebraska's offensive line wasn't getting a lot of push on Northwestern's defensive line, and I realized that, you know, around the second quarter uh, when they had that goal line yeah. that – Took them four plays to get in from the three. Mm-hmm. They were getting zero push. They brought in their big back, Jacques Yant. He couldn't get in the end zone, and they finally got in the end zone on a quarterback run uh, where, where Chancellor Brewington comes around the side and, and is headhunting, looking for somebody to knock out, and Casey Thompson follows somebody into the end zone, and he barely got in. He took a big hit, yeah. and he barely squeaked across yeah. the goal line. So yeah. when I saw that, I was thinking it's going to be a long day if they're going to try and manhandle this Northwestern defensive line because I don't think it's going to happen. Exactly. Th- this is the this is yeah. the last thought. And, and, and they didn't. Um, and also they had a really good play. They yeah. brought in Smothers for one play. Had a really good play out of it. I mean, they they, they tested the edge yeah. and Smothers was able to yeah. you know, get like seven yards. Never saw it. Again. Well, and, and, I mean, and never came back. To yeah, and Scott Frost talked today. He was actually asked about whether or not they expected to put Logan Smothers only in for one play, and and he responded with, "We have a package for Logan." So they have a package for Logan, um, and he just kind of said that the the chips didn't fall in the right in the right order or fashion for them to feel comfortable using that package again with Logan Smothers, although it got seven yards on the carry and it got another 15 for a face mask. So netted 22 at the end of the day. I wanted to point out this quote before we get to break and I get out of here because Strick, you'll have to hang out with Rico here. Nick's got to go to class. I got I to do some school stuff. Because he's um, young. Caleb Tanner said this, quote, Usually I'm on to the next one right away. 
but this one was emotionally hard because we put that grind in, and I feel like this team right here is, man, we're the one. We're the one to bring Nebraska back to where it was. So it, the defense was not – it was a very um, – very purposeful press conference. That's what I would say today. It was a purposeful press conference. No BS. The guys were just up there. And that's kind of the response that you want, I suppose, coming off of a very deflating and disappointing uh, loss against Northwestern. Let's take our final time out. I'm going to get out of here. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. But Rico and Strick will be back after this. You're listening to the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.